Welcome to The Nooner Show, where we explore the stories of talented individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, but most of all, they're inspiring. Here are your hosts, Jackie Wallace and Gina Guccini. It's Nooner time. Of course. Of course. Hey, you know, last week we were talking about the new... um, language that's out now the abbreviations that everybody uses for texting sure and we did a little uh test you were testing me and how well yeah i knew those abbreviations so something happened last night so john paul my son is in texas and i sent him a text message of what i was going to make for dinner when he came home and he writes these swear words that i won't say but then he puts fr next to it and i'm like what does this mean? Is he even responding to my text message? I thought something happened. So of course I had to find somebody in the house who was half my age. And I said, what does this mean? <laughs> half her age and divide by two. Yeah. <laughs> right. And she goes, it means for real. I was like, okay. All right. Another new one. Another new one. FR. So if I write FR, I'm going to say for real? For don't, real. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, don't send it to me. Okay. I thought you could add it to your list, teacher. Yeah, my list. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So I got a couple messages this week from people who um, were reaching out for a couple different reasons. But the the point to it was that they were saying thank you for something that uh, I didn't take to need a thank you. Just I sent a one was I sent a, a show link and said, "Oh, I think you might be interested to this." And they responded with, "You know, like to you. a friend or something." Yeah, to a friend. Okay. Anyway, and the other one was um, I was taking a class and someone was struggling and I was helping out a little bit. No big deal. And then I received an email from that person saying, "Thank you so much for your kindness and you know your wow. generosity with your time." Anyway, I I think that there's so many times in our lives that we do little things that are nothing. It takes a minute, a second you know, a right. few minutes out of our day that we don't perceive it as any big deal, but you never know what somebody else is going through and the kindness you extend them that you don't see or I didn't see as any big deal. Right. So in your day in, day in, day in, day out life, let me speak English now. Um, I think there's so many times we don't realize how we help someone. Right. And, I think it's cool that they took the time to tell you that, though. And then to take the time when someone does. That was going to be the next part. The, mm-hmm. You know, when someone does do something that you, makes you, you know, feel better or happy or more confident or whatever the case may be, to take the time and then say, hey, thanks for, because then by the same, you don't know how that little boost right. is going to give that other person. Right. It's so. a win-win. It is a win-win. And it's free. It is. And it's, it's just it's it, a gesture that's free. You yeah. don't have to go buy somebody a coffee. You don't have to. You I know. would like a coffee yeah. though. If someone <laughs> does want to leave, you right. know, buy me one. No, I but think anyway, that's really cool. Yeah, I just think it's a nice um, you know, in trying in trying to promote kindness. Right. You know. Right. People being kinder. Right. And it doesn't it make you feel better though? Like that you made something you did, you didn't realize was going to impact somebody. But the fact that they took time yeah. to let you know that, didn't didn't you kind of like sit up and go, wow. Okay, yeah, I did. Cool. I, yeah, I thought, oh, how sweet, yeah. you know, how kind. Because I didn't think anything of it. And the two incidents, mm-hmm. I didn't think anything of 
what I had done. Like it was nothing, but then they reached out and said, thank you so much for thinking of me or thank you so much for helping me or whatever that, you know, and it just made me like, oh, wow. I didn't realize that I had done something right. for someone. That's so, great. Yeah. That's really good. Anyway. What so about you're you? spreading. No, I wasn't spreading any kindness this no. week. <laughs> you just, <laughs> she just spreads work. Yeah. Work. That's yeah. not true. Hey, we did have a very successful week with school presentations. We was did. it last week? It was last yeah, week. Yeah, we had four yeah. of them. If you're listening to the show, it was yeah. in the beginning of March, but yeah, right. we were busy. Mm-hmm. So we were spreading kindness. The kids we loved were. it. Yeah. Talking yeah, about Felix. Yeah, that was fun. Felix and the Wannabe Firefly. Yeah. Available fun. on Amazon or where, any, where you purchase some books. Yeah. So we have somebody else who's spreading a lot of inspiration. Which I interpret that as kindness when you're inspiring somebody. And I don't think he realizes how much he inspires people. He inspires me. Um, So let's get on with this interview. Let's get started. Okay. So we're thrilled to have Frankie Jason Turner back on the Nooner Show. He's a producer, writer, entertainer, entrepreneur, and a source of inspiration for anyone pursuing a dream. Frankie's one of those stories you love to hear because everything he's accomplished, and it's a lot, has been earned through blood, sweat, and tears. At a young age, his career climbed fast, but like any success story goes, it fell hard. But Frankie didn't give up. He ignited his superpower of resilience and kept moving forward. Today, he's built a stellar career in the entertainment industry with over 18 song placements, a new TV show, a comedy career, writing, producing, and mentoring many artists, including my kids. And his latest endeavor is a new rock and roll album called FJT and the Igniters. If you love rock music infused with some blues, a little touch of country, you're going to love this album. And if you love hearing about inspiration, you're going to love this conversation with Frankie Jason Turner. Oh, that's nice. Welcome back. Oh, my goodness. Listen to all the things that she said about you. I know. I'm stunned. (laughs) I think... Were you looking around to see how who else she was, I was talking tearing about? Tearing up, actually. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, no, Jackie and I have talked about this before, but I've been on the show before, yeah. and I feel like it's a good time for me to be back on the show. The, 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 and I listen to the show all the time. I tell Jackie all the time, I'm, this is one of my go-tos. I'm a big Liz. I'm a big Liz fan um, mm-hmm. on this show, and uh, but. I feel like it's a good time for me to be back because uh, I think when I was here before, like uh, some of the point of the show is these were the obstacles right. that you got over and you're here now. Right. Which I think when I was on the, fo- on the show before, I, I couldn't grasp being there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like, okay. So it was a struggle kind of to like. Even um, though we viewed you as yeah, being it was, there. It was tough for me to, because I was still in the grind. Have, yeah. You know, pretty have, so I think the last time I was here was five years ago or something. And well, let me ask you this though, before you get on with that, does the grind ever stop? It, uh, not for me. It's not going to. Right. Um, I would have no, I would just lose so much bandwidth in my brain if I ever mm-hmm. stopped. And which for me leads to boredom and depression. So um, I do tend to uh, keep moving, but I'm at a different pace now and, you know, things are, I'm, I'm really concentrating on the things I like to do. What made um, you get to realizing that, okay, now you're more there than you were before? Um, I think have, like, I personally feel like I have less to prove, but just to myself, mm. really. Um, oh, that's you know, a good one. Like, uh 
Who did you feel like he had to prove to? Well, so when we spoke before, it would have been probably, I think it was when my web series came out. And um, that, I think that would have been 2018, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been signed with uh, BMG Publishing since 2014, but we didn't start getting placements until 2019. Wow. And then they came. So it was like five years of like... Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, at first it was like um, kind of getting this... Uh, kind of getting this contract in front of you for the big leagues. And, right. And you're like, this is it. I did it. Yeah. And, so and when you, I, let me I, stop you right there. When you sure. tell, so pe- for people who are just new to our show or new to sure. following you, when you say you were signed, signed with? I was signed with uh, BMG um, Music Publishing out of New York, which is, um, uh, it's the largest uh, music publisher, uh, independently owned music publisher. Right. It's the third biggest music publisher. Um, and so that's like a, a big dream for any right. buddy. So this is a big music. Yeah. It was, yeah. And and we moved to New York for it. And um, and then I kind of got to New York with this contract under my arm, like, I'm here, everybody. And everybody was like, cool, so what? <laughs> and, and so it was a lot of time of like just trying to figure out how the, that aspect of the business works. Right. Um, so in 2019, we started doing really well with placements, which... Um, I think we're up to like 20, you said 18, I think we're up to like 24 now. 24 um, placements since 2019? Yeah, with uh, music t- music in um, TV, movies. And yeah, so explain music placements. Yeah, there we go, that was going to be my yeah, next. Yeah, um, so the last thing we got was Rocky um, had a song in uh, the number one Netflix show. Congratulations, by the way. Thanks, yeah, so... Um, so yeah, so we, my publisher hooks me up with these opportunities and, and we try to fill them. So you write music, you send it in now that you're working with BMG and then they decide where these songs will go. Like they, they you know, they'll put them in movies, TV shows, commercials, yeah. right? Yeah, they're, they're more the conduit for the client. Okay. Um, and the yeah. client being the 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 TV show or the movie. Yes, who would come to them for music. Yeah. Who are then they are looking for a song, a jingle, yeah. something. Something. And then you are the the person that's going to help them find the talent. Right. Or produce it or write it myself or whatever. But but yeah, we'll get them something to work with if we can. So when you do this, do you, well, I want to, we're kind of going off. So can we go back to, first yeah, of all, please. the album? Because I'm with everything you do have going on, what made you, how did this come about? It's called FJ. FJT and the Igniters. Yeah, yeah. FJT. It, it, um, this started as a, um, it was a COVID project, really, um, when, when we couldn't, when I couldn't really get out and do much. Okay, that um, makes sense with the lyrics of the, uh, a lot of the songs, like yeah. anti-everything I was thinking about, COVID. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, that, that, yeah they, my, I've read the lyrics, too. Some, somebody read the lyrics, and they were like, man, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, well, there is a common theme, and yeah. we'll talk about that, too, but go ahead. Well, it I'm started interested. in COVID. I'm interested to hear what you say. Um, yeah, so one of the, with my publisher, there was, uh, I was getting, it just so happened at the time, like sometimes the kind of pitches I get are um, like sound alike, for, for lack of a better word. Like say like an independent movie is looking for, uh, or they're using as a temporary track in their film, in one of the edits, they're using ACDC, and then they find out ACDC wants 
five million. Mm. And they're like, well, we're not doing five million. So, oh, so like, okay. So then they would look for something that still fills that emotional role in the film. Right. But has, but it's cheaper. <laughs> so um, at the time I was seeing a lot of ACDC coming across the desk and I was like, I just haven't done straight up rock music since mm -hmm. I was a kid and missed it really. So I kind of used that as the impetus for, for, to start working on just some rock stuff, just for fun, just to make me feel like, you know, okay. like I did, like I liked music when I was, a, yeah. you know, a teenager. And uh, so I, I called my old, not old, Paul, um, <laughs> the guy who taught me how to play guitar when I was a teenager. Okay. Is still kicking and a, an amazing is musician. he playing the guitar because yes. the guitar is awesome yeah so yeah. um yeah so so his name's paul kramer and uh he taught me when i was a little kid he um he hooked me up with the producers that got me my first record deal when i was like 17 years old. really so we hadn't been in a lot of contact but i i, I reached out to him and uh and just kind of mentioned this and he threw me some music and he it turned out he had a bunch of music so um so it's really, I, I consider it Paul's band, really. Okay. But, um, but yeah, so we did a couple songs, and then we just ended up doing a, a whole album because we were having a lot of fun doing it and still, still have a lot of fun doing so it. So did, did he give you the music and you put the lyrics to it? Yeah. So you, did you guys discuss what the, like the theme, the controlling theme of the album was going to be, or did you just start writing what you were feeling or thinking and going through? Like, how did that process work? He had... He had um, given me the music and it took me months to like get there because um it just took me months and then you know one day I heard it and something clicked and I just ended up writing and writing and writing and writing like we're just right place right time where it clicked in my brain and mm. and um then I didn't want to stop doing it so we ended up doing like a whole album's worth of stuff um but yeah Paul used to be he was a developer for guitar companies for a long time so he worked um, like developing amplifiers, developing oh cars, wow, so all, for all the top companies. Mm -hmm. so, so and and he's just uh, the best guitarist. I've ever yeah, seen. he's great. I yeah. I love the guitar in the album. Yeah. I love the whole album because I of course I love rock music and I I love Too. the blend of everything though. Like it's interesting because uh, so I I listened to it quite a few times because I I love to analyze like what are they going through when they write this and what's happening and I was thinking 2020 when I was listening to anti everything um but there there is like that this controlling theme I thought anyway through the album of you know um just some of the lyrics of like your um hold my hand underwater mm. um like I felt like okay you're are you drowning in things do you feel like you're overwhelmed is that what's happening or I think I always feel like I'm overwhelmed actually but um the whole COVID experience had a had something to do with the lyrics for sure and anti everything's very much like just not wanting to hear anybody like right. shutting out everybody's I opinion. totally related to that it's like yeah. I'm not sure what I believe yeah well what can you believe right to, right you know? so mm -hmm. you answer everything there's a there's a current in the album that's kind of i'll be in all honesty and this just hit me but it is true um lyrically in the album the when i hear it now because it's hard to go back and listen um but we've been playing them a bit so um for me the album's kind of leaving a place and it's it's also um coming to terms with the place right. where you were 
that. Yeah, kind so of like it, accepting. It's some good therapy for you. Yeah, it helps sure. to move you to move on. Yeah, and I, th- I think uh, creative projects have always been um, therapy for me. My 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 entire life, I think. So are, it did this like did you turn the album into BMG now? So where yeah. are you like what are you doing with the album? What have you guys been doing as a band? Are you performing it? Are you? Um, oh yeah, so we performed. Um, we've only done a handful of things. We're um, doing a songwriter showcase um, with Yorg. Oh, you are? This, yeah, on um, uh, in April. Okay, I'm going to come to Fest that. Last year, thanks. Um, we did the Harvest Fest in Detroit this year, which was great. Okay. Um, we all also have other performing things that we do for a living. So, right. so getting everything to line up is difficult sometimes. But uh, we're just about to do a bunch more videos for the album now. So okay. we have, um, the album's been out since December. Mm-hmm. And we currently have... One, two, three, four. I think we have six videos out. Oh, wow. Um, from the album. All so on far. YouTube, right? Yeah. So what would people look for? So um, it's FJT Gigs. Is, Gigs. Is the name of my YouTube channel. Okay. And that has a bunch of music and a bunch of um, uh, my comedy web series, my musical comedy web series is on there. Um, we'll leave videos. a link in the description. So, Sweet. so this, um, you, you sent this then to BMG and yeah, so they'll, they'll work in, they're working it, trying to find angles for it. Okay. Sure, yeah. What do you see it in? Like, what do you, when you did the songs, did you do them with like a certain project in mind? Did you think, well, this will fit nah, this no. or no? No, always after the fact. It's like, so Once what do you made, think now? Like, which one's your favorite song? Oh, we're pitching Yellowstone, the TV show Yellowstone. We're pitching that. Um, oh, you are? Yeah. I just keep bouncing back and forth on the, on the, uh, on which songs work and which or won't. Oh, so. wow. But, so it's kind of shows like that, like, okay. the, you know, the darker mm-hmm. stuff. And, and um, it's, it's kind of like you said, it's kind of like a bluesy record. So mm-hmm. I think it fits. So we're just looking for stuff that fits that tone. But it's a lot of like... In that world, that publishing world of mm-hmm. and stuff, you strike out 19 out of 20 times, you know, and it's just the right thing lining up at the right time that yeah. gets you on something. And then you get 24 placements within just a couple of years. Yeah. years. No, that's not nice. bad. Yeah. Not bad. Nice. Go ahead. When you're, do you ever watch a show or see something and think, oh, I've got the best song for that? Yeah. What, Does it ever work that way too? Uh, it always works that way in terms of like, oh, I, something would be good for now. Whether the show thinks well, the way I think is a whole different story, right? Like, um, but yeah, most of it's dumb. I mean, it's like massive preparation and hard work, and then at the end of it, it's dumb luck a little bit, right? Know, sure. Just whatever happens at the time. Where do you get the confidence? Mm-hmm to put, put yourself out there to say, hey, I've got this. So if you're going to contact, a, you know, a show or contact a, someone, yeah. a business or something and say, hey, I've got, I've got something that I think would work for you. Where does that come from? Uh, I, I wouldn't, I don't know. It's hard. I, this is, it's going to go bigger picture and I'm not going to be able to help it. But um, <laughs> in, in general, I feel like I wouldn't call myself a super confident person. I mean, I perform for a living Right. Um, I'm in front of people for a living. So I have like a, conf- a performer's confidence, but, mm. but I wouldn't say like, you know, walking through my everyday life, I'm just like shining on this 
confidence, you know. Right. Um, but I also think I've been doing this a long time. I've been been recording for like 25 years, writing for 25 years, seeing record deals come and go for 25 years. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so I've been in the game. So it just kind of feels like what I do. But overall, like, strangely, when I stopped caring about it is when we, start, we started getting placements. Oh, wow. You know, when I stopped, like, chasing it and was just like... Let it be. Yeah, just do what you do. Do what you like yeah. to do. So do you, do you struggle with perfection at all when you're writing? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. So you I just write and... I, I, know, I know writers that do struggle with it. Mm-hmm. But I, I just think it's an... Um, like for, for that game, for the placement game, um, the numbers make a difference. So you need material all the time. So there's no time to bog down. Oh, there's so no like in other words, the more you submit, the more, your, chances your, you have, yeah. the more chances you have. So you don't sit and worry about every single piece you're submitting. You just keep submitting it. Yes. Right? Oh, that's really interesting. That's a good point. But overall, I think like confidence wise, I'm just at a different point. You know, I have two. Uh, my youngest daughter just got married. Yes, congratulations. Thanks my, um, to a great dude. My older daughter's engaged to a great dude. And Congratulations. Like, I've had years Exciting. of, I've had rough years of money-wise in this business. And, um, you know, everything's been really, I just feel like I reached a place lately. Yeah, let's like, talk about that. Let's circle back to that because that's kind of what you were saying in the beginning. You feel like you're there versus... Before yeah. when you were on the show, even though we thought you had. So what was it that changed? Like what, when did you say to yourself, okay, you know what? This is, I'm good. I don't. Well, I think I'm, a, it's a constant thing. Therapy's helped, <laughs> but uh, I'm like, I, I think, I mean, and every, everything's going to change all the time, right? Mm-hmm. You just have to accept that as, as, as part of, but I, I don't feel myself being as taken by the, the waves as, or the storms as oh, I used to. Oh, that's good. You know, where I'm just like... So they don't affect you as yeah, much. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, my worries are less and I'm... Um, so, it's, so it's not that those things aren't there. Yeah. It's just how you learn, have learned to respond to them. You respond to them differently. Yeah, have me in another year, I might be out of my <laughs> mind. You never know. But, but uh, as of now, yeah, no, I'm, it's definitely a different place. I mean, I think like professionally, some of... Um, Seeing some achievements is, is nice after working for a right. long time, you know. Um, and what I kept think, you in the game for so long? Just really love of it, really. Mm. And, 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 you know, since I, was, since I was a teenager, like writing, performing, uh, producing, took up a lot of my energy. And then, you know, through my kids growing up, it took up my free time, you know, where some guy, I always used to say, you know, some guys golfed. I like record songs, you know. Mm. Um, and I just, it, it, it takes up so much. Like if I take it away, there's just so much empty space for like. Yeah. So I would have to find another, uh, another hobby real quick. You Do know? you write every day? No. I'm thinking about it all the time or I'm thinking about, oh, that's a good idea. You, or like that's a good title. Do you um, jot? But you, but you're jotting down or recording. Yeah. Or, yeah. You, so you're writing something down, but you don't necessarily sit and work on a project. No. Sometimes I have to force myself. Um, I'm always working and inherently lazy at the same time. So, um, like Monday, I had a 
this Monday I had, we're, um, we're here on Wednesday, um, this Monday I had a recording session and I uh, had no idea what I was going to do. I just booked it because I knew it was time to get back to work. So, so you um, went in with no plan? By the time I got there, I had a plan. Jackie's but. having a small heart attack right about now. <laughs> no, I'm not. It no, just is she baffling is because it is baffling to her. And, and let me explain. She's <laughs> having a small heart attack. I know. But for anybody who's new or listening, she's having a small heart attack and a few hot flashes because oh, this please. woman has a list about a list. So for her to say, oh, I just booked some studio time and I'm going to go in and not know, she's got it so planned out as yeah. to what she's going to talk yeah. about. So for, yeah. but it's the difference, but it's a good point to bring up because it's the differences in an approach where right. Jackie is very scheduled, very detailed, very, like she would never book studio time and not know 18 not have things a plan and not have it. a plan. But mm-hmm. for your creative endeavor, right. you say it works. It works. So it's mm-hmm. interesting. And that's why I don't mean, you know, yeah, just, I, know. I, I, I bring know it up teasing. just to show the differences in approaches. Which and sure. which is, you know, states what you're saying is there's more than one way. Right. You know, it's whatever right. works for you. Well, I'd like to book, I like to book them like a week or two ahead of time. Okay. Knowing that I got to get back to work. And then, and that motivates you. And then mm-hmm. by that day, I'll have, I'll, mm-hmm. because I'll be like, I can't cancel on the guy. Like sure. that's how yeah. he makes his money, you know? So I'll, I'll end up showing, <laughs> I'll end up showing up with something. So moving forward, mm-hmm. what can we expect? Well, um, let's well, talk about the TV stuff. Yeah. Um, as of right now, um, uh, my gigs, so I did a show in, um, Self-produced show in started in 2018, and we did 24 episodes of a series called uh, a web series called Gigs, which is available on YouTube, which started just as a kind of like an inside joke with musician friends. Like mm-hmm. these are the things musicians do that are really annoying. These right. are the things about being a professional musician that you have to deal with that are that make it like a job, make right. it like the office or something. So it kind of started as an inside joke, and then. Couple of people got interested, and so as of right now, um, there's a new um, streaming network coming out called uh, Guest House Entertainment, and gigs should be part of that when it releases. So yeah, so I've got uh, eight episodes to do, uh, eight half-hour episodes. I'm done with five of them. Wow. Um, took some time off for my daughter's wedding, and. That's why I ended up booking that studio Monday because I was like, I really got to get back to work on this thing before before the um, before the network premieres. Wow! So when Which I'm not when exactly is it gonna? Sure. I'm oh, not you're exactly not sure, sure when it's yeah. gonna come out? Not exactly sure yet. But no. do you have to have all the episodes done before? No. Oh, you don't. Okay, so you already have how many? Five. Five out of eight for, okay. season, for season one. Oh, that's great! What a, and so then you've got the album. Yeah, I got the album, and then we did finish. Um, I say we, but I'm working with uh, a fabulous writer. Um, finished a, a movie script of gigs as well, which we have some. Um, we've had some preliminary interest in, which is why we turned it into a movie script. Oh, um, so that could be a movie then? Yeah, uh, it's kind of a different. It's kind of like an offshoot story a little bit. Oh, cool. Um, a, um, so I, I have a kind of strange story in that, like. I was in the building trades when my kids were little, and then I got, I started working as a musician, which became more money and started to, but I, so my kids were kind of little being raised around crazy musicians. Mm-hmm. So um, the story in the movie is actually more about um, the musician's kids, and they're in high school. And, okay. Uh, 
yeah, it's kind of like a coming of age story, really. Focus around the teenagers, not so much around the musicians, but they're okay. But same, same, same world, really. Oh, cool. So there's some interest in that. So that could possibly be a movie at some yeah, point. We're we're hoping. Um, I wrote it with. Uh, I shouldn't even say I wrote it. I wrote some preliminary things, and then a great writer um, named Melinda Bryce came in, and she. <clears throat> she arranged the whole thing, and it's just, it, it really is a beautiful script about father-daughter relationship, really. Oh, and, how uh, cool. Yeah, so she's got a um, holiday movie coming out this year. Um, she's had two books come out this year. One of them uh, she wrote with um, the late comedian Bernie Mac's widow um, uh, about Bernie Mac, so... Um, yeah, it's been, so it's been fabulous. Um, That's really cool. Yeah, so there's a lot of things to... There's a lot of things to work on. And then we have, we're still pushing the album. We're hoping to do a bunch of summer festivals and um, and uh, more videos coming out soon. So do you plan on, with this album, like having another album, like touring and doing all that stuff? Or It depends on what comes around with mm-hmm. touring. Um, we plan to, to play out play the album out as much as we possibly can. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So how can people find you and find your tour schedule and everything else? Yeah, um, so the music is available and the schedule on uh, fjtandtheigniters.com. Um, that's where all that, plus it's on Spotify. And it's an awesome, there. awesome album. Oh, I absolutely loved it. Um, I want to ask you something else with this Busy as you are, and you have your hands into so many things, um, and it's all creative. What do? You, how do you get alone time? Where do you carve out alone time? Like, how do you reduce your mind so that you can keep creating? Um, I, I'm kind of lucky that I can always kind of work. Um, like, I don't need time off from working um, on creative projects, uh, I've, and I've got enough of them where if I get bored or stuck with one, I can mm-hmm. bounce to the other one. Um, but I think everybody needs to pull their brain away and see where they're at at that moment as well. Yeah. So, and, you know, sometimes like that album, that, that uh, the FJT and the Igniters album, it was just really, those themes came out naturally when I heard that music, mm-hmm. which is, you know, tougher, bluesier, yeah. gritty kind of. Right. Yeah, not a lot of, uh, these days, everything is timed out in music. So mm-hmm. everything is completely on time, where this is a little more of a 70s, yeah, like loose kind of rocking. Right. Thing. Yeah. And it's interesting for our listeners to hear that though you have to work at it and do it, you also have to step away from it. Oh, for sure. And take a break. Because I think all too often we hear people say, oh, I just work, 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 work. And you never hear that the breaks that they do take. Yeah. Well, and, and you can, you you can get diminishing returns. Um, right. Which is something great to. Yeah. I mean, for instance, um, Jackie's son, John Paul, I've written a bunch of songs with, produced a bunch of songs with, and um, he's kind of been on a little bit of a tear without my help whatsoever re- recently. And, um, but I'll, because of you and Tommy, so don't don't yeah, no, dismiss no, 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 that sure. because but, but uh, it's nice to be at a spot with with Rocky and Jump Out where I just kind of do your thing and then I'll throw my opinion when you're ready. But um, but no, so he had a thing that was like uh, kind of like opportunity, and I was like, we just need that one banger song. We just need that mm-hmm. like 
huge, like, up-tempo party song. And so we wrote one, and the response to it was just kind of like, yeah, like, it, it, it checks all the boxes, but there's nothing specifically interesting, new. Like, we went through the motions successfully to make it sound like what we wanted it to sound like. But then, you know, after a day of people reacting to it with less enthusiasm than I'd hoped that they'd have, yeah, I was like, "Oh, I see what we did here." We oh, really? We purposely tried to create magic instead of allowing the magic to happen. But it's interesting Ooh, that you share good. that because all too often people aren't honest about those journeys, and wow. it's good for everybody to hear that. Sometimes you check all the boxes, you do all the steps, and then it still falls flat right. or flatter than what you had anticipated. Right. And so how do you go back and regroup? Mm. Um, <laughs> I told him not to listen to me anymore. But <laughs> 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 no, uh, John Ball's another one. I mean, he's always working. He never stops working and, and never runs, never seems to run out of creativity. Um, but I just think it comes when it comes to creative stuff is done when it's done and there's no yeah. timeline for it. And it's just like, I was always into it and then it became a job. Right. And then like every job, it becomes a job. So mm -hmm. like, you know, sometimes you have to do stuff you don't feel like doing when right. it's a job. Right, right. Well, and if you think about your career, I mean, you're an entrepreneur. For a successful artist or entertainer, whatever musician, you have to be a good entrepreneur because that's you're doing it all yourself and you're Especially growing a business. Days, yeah. yeah. But I think, you know, both, and, and I know you dismiss it a lot with, um, you know, like some of John Paul's songs and, and stuff like that, but all what John Paul is able to do at such a young age and even just how Rocky has developed, that's all because of you and uh, you're mentoring, you're coaching, you're critiquing, you're encouraging, you're yeah, hitting them over the head. Um, <laughs> between you and Tommy, that that's how they got to where they're at. Yeah, that, 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 I got to thank you. Well, yeah, they they um, they're both self motivated, but but yeah, we did. We definitely put the. Um, I remember telling John Paul when he was like sixteen. I'm like, okay, now I got to start writing songs. And him not wanting to and being like, no, you can do it. Like, <laughs> I can do it yeah. And now I can't stop him from writing songs. Yeah. For sure. But I mean, if, if you see some, because anybody who does a creative thing for a living, for the most part, it starts with your love of that thing. Right. Like. It's kind of a lonely path, though. I was thinking it, I think about so, that. Because yeah. I, you know, I was looking at John Paul's um his choice of career, he's got, he has two bachelor degrees right, from right. Oakland that he, you know, kind of pushed, hid in the closet and whatever and well, said, I'm pursuing music. And John and I were like, okay, yeah. <laughs> all right. Spent a lot of money. But now's the time. <laughs> well, now's yeah, but it is interesting just watching, being so close to it and watching it because like all his friends who have degrees, you know, they're getting houses, they've got good jobs, they're making money and, you know, they're getting engaged. They're like the whole thing that you're, you know, air quotes supposed to do, they're doing and he's this, you know, trying to be a musician where I know that, you know, like they're supportive, but they are, I'm sure, you know, just thinking, what are you doing? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, when I was a kid, there was no 
you know, we didn't have like the American Idols on and right. you know, stuff like that. It was right. all like. So they've made it a little bit more normal. I think it's a little more normal than when I was a kid, but it's always, I was talking to a friend of mine in Nashville, um, female songwriter who, um, she has a song called, like it's basically everything you just described. She has a song called Home, uh, Katie Peterson. She's yeah. amazing. She's I just amazing. saw her uh, last week. Yeah, she's amazing. Oh she's one of the God, best. God, is she good. She's one of the best um, unknown songwriters yeah. I've ever met in my life. Yeah. Um, but she has a song like that, um, and it's kind of everything you just said. Like, all my friends are yeah. moving, on, moving on with their life, and I'm doing this. And I think the kick of that, the, the hook of that song, punchline of that chorus is um, Home is Everywhere, Mm. Home is everywhere and no place at all. Yeah. And I, th I thought that really sums up the experience a lot. Yeah. And just being on the road a lot, too, is really, um, well, I've been on the road a lot. Uh, leading up to my daughter's wedding a couple weeks ago, yeah. I, I was on the road a lot. And uh, now I'm off. But, but yeah, the road's weird, too. Like, it, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's lonely. You know, yeah. What's times, your favorite part of what you do? I like just making stuff. And that's, I'm always like the creative, yeah. like sitting and writing or come or yeah, taking it from an idea to, mm. to being finished is always exciting. What yeah. piece of advice can you offer mm. for someone who's listening, who says, well, I'm creative and I have a, a you know, I want to share, or I have a process to help them move it along. Yeah. I would say, I say to like young people, like, right. like find out what you do that's different. Like as quickly as possible, mm -hmm. because it took me years to figure out what I do. Because I just I'm into this and I'm into that, and I like reggae and I also like heavy metal and I like so I'm just making everything. So um, how would you but, define what you do then with everything you do? Um, like if somebody says to you, "What do you do for a living?" Yeah, what I do think you say? I'm, I think I'm a musical comedian for the most part. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Um, and I think that's what my strong suit is really, but um, and and in in. I think my strong suit's in writing, but, but I love writing. So, um, so yeah, for, for someone new, I would, finding what you do, but also having like, I think if you want to do it for a living, you have to understand how the business works. And that's where I feel like so many music, and I'm still learning how the business works all the time, but, um, I bump into very talented people who just have no clue <laughs> what, what, yeah. like what to do, you know what I mean, to get attention or to get things placed or to make money. And well, one of the things that you said that I think is key in any business earlier on, you were saying, you know, it's like a probability game. I mean, the more that you put out there of whatever it is you love and you want to do, the, the greater your chances of having something pop or click or sure. of whatever it is, really, the more you do it, the better you get, right? Absolutely. And, but overall, I don't think anybody should do this unless they just can't not do it, you know? Um, yeah, it's not, it's obviously not, not a career that, like you were saying, like, it's not a normal career. So um, if you don't love doing it, I'll keep doing it always. So find your I'll joy and find years, what you love. Yeah. I'll have yeah. good years. I'll have bad years, but I'll sure. always But in doing. the end, you love it. And that's what has kept you in the game for yeah. so long. But that's, that's kind of true for everything too, though, if you think about it. Um, yeah, you can go collect a paycheck, but you're probably never going to be the CEO or excel if you don't really love what you're doing. 
Yeah, and there's joy in not being the CEO too. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. There's days I'm. Oh, like, for sure. You know, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't. Well, yeah. There's days I'm like, there's got to be an easier path. You know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I, you know, five years from now might be totally different. You know. But how long did it take you to get to the place where you're at now, where you're you're at a good place, like you're you're getting all these placements, um, like oh, mentally, yeah, well, like thing. when did you really like say I'm good? I don't have to keep chasing this or that or anything else. Probably during COVID because okay. COVID was such a weird time. So for as long as you've been in it, it's really the last couple years that yeah. it sort of just shifted. Yeah, where I'm like, I think COVID not being able to really work um, put me in a place of like being able to stand back from my life a little bit. Mm-hmm. And go like, oh, you're still, you're still grinding really hard. And some of your other family life is falling by the wayside because I'm just grinding and grinding. Yeah. But I think with that, I had to step back and go, oh, like, look, this is, you wanted, you know, if you asked me, I had, my daughter's really young. Um, if you asked me when I was, or if you said in 20 years from now, kids will have jobs, everybody think will be fine. Yeah. You'll be working as a musician. I, I would have taken that, like, it took me COVID to stand back and go, oh, you did that. <laughs> like, yeah. Like you can rela- like realize all your wins is, already. Every day is not a battle. Every day yeah. doesn't have to be a battle. Right. But, but I, I, I do, you started the show talking about kindness, Gina. Mm-hmm. I just think that's somewhere along that that's been, that's how I want to carry myself. And I don't, there's, um, you know, in business, it, there's always points where things get, Right. Get um, fist to fist, face to face. And you're like, um, and I'm just trying to go through everything with as much kindness and acceptance of another person and myself, you know. That's great. Because life's difficult. Right. That's excellent. So, yeah. So, it's it's kind of just been a, uh, yeah, I I, I think I've also cooled out on myself. Like, I'm like trying, I'm not trying to prove it to myself. Yeah, you got to be kinder to yourself. Yeah. So, well, congratulations on everything. All your success. Yeah. We've tossed our cookies and the prongs that are facing you. That fortune is meant for you. And let's. Purple. Yeah. And let's add, um, let's add with. Okay. And the igniters. Okay. So we'll read our fortune. Just go ahead and rip the cookie. A new door will open that leads to success and happiness with FJT and the Igniters. All right. Nice. Mm-hmm. Accept good things and they will come with FJT and the Igniters. Life has got all those twists and turns. You've got to hold on tight and off you go with FJT and the Igniters. Sounds like something you wrote, Frankie. It does. It does. All right, thank you. Said. This was Frankie Jason Turner. You can find him on YouTube, all over the place. You can check out the TV shows. Um, and, you know, this is a great interview for um, some inspiration. You can listen to some of the nuggets that he pointed out um, earlier. You can listen to those over and over when you get a little stuck. So Rem- thank you. Remember to be a little kinder to each other and that sometimes the only mode of transportation available is a leap of faith. Thanks for taking a leap of faith. Have a great week.